Hey, this is David Schultz, audio producer here at Bloomberg Law. Just wanted to let you know we've created a couple new ways for you to interact with us. If you have feedback on this episode or any of our other podcasts, please give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 703-341-3690. That's 703-341-3690. We might just use your comments in a future episode. You can also reach out to us by email at podcast at bloomberglaw.com or on Twitter, at BLaw. We would love to hear your thoughts. Hello, hope you're having a wonderful holiday weekend. You're listening to On the Merits, the legal news podcast from Bloomberg Law. So we're taking this coming week off from the podcast, but we didn't want to leave you hanging, so we thought we'd give you this special mini weekend episode. In it, Carmen Castro-Pagan, an editor on our legal intelligence desk, brings us the unique writing style of Judge Joshua D. Wilson, a federal judge in the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. In his two years on the bench, Wilson has become known for sprinkling his opinions with pop culture references, something that, as you'll hear in a bit, Carmen enjoys and I do not. Carmen starts off by talking about a recent opinion from Judge Wilson in a defamation case. And he starts the opinion, and I quote, If free speech means anything, it means that you do not get to sue people because you don't like their opinion of you. In the immortal words of Taylor Swift, although haters gonna hate, 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 sometimes you just have to shake it off. End quote. Before we go any further... Uh, what age bracket would you say this judge is? Just curious. I really don't know. I I have no idea. He's definitely old. He's got to be older than me, which means that he's at least a millennial, but probably Gen X. And let's face it, if we're just going based on the odds, probably a boomer. <laughs> hey, sorry to interrupt here, but this is David from the future. And we actually looked it up. It turns out Judge Wilson was born in 1974 putting him squarely within Generation X. Okay, now that we've got that settled, back to the episode. <laughs> and he's quoting Taylor Swift. Yes, I mean, he's going to get an audience here. Mm-hmm. Um, so this case is, uh, the plaintiff is Crash Proof Retirement, which is a retirement planning consultant. And the defendant is Paul M. Price, who is a former stockbroker. The issue in the case was an article Price wrote for the street in which basically he called Crash Proof a scam that preys on desperate people who plunge huge pieces of their life savings into products with no chance of success. All right. So, I mean, yeah, I could see why they would be upset about that. But suing for defamation maybe a step too far. Of course. Crash Proof wasn't happy about it. Um, they sued Price for violations of the Lanham Act and the state's unfair competition law and other causes of action. And, and as you know, the Lanham Act only applies to commercial speech, which is speech that does no more than propose a commercial transaction. And Judge Wilson held that Price's article doesn't fall within the core notion of commercial speech because it doesn't propose a commercial transaction, of course. It was just an opinion. You know, I, I will say, as cringy as that is, um, I actually feel like it kind of does help me understand the principles at play here, the the Taylor Swift reference. 
but but I get the sense that this, you know, before we started recording, you mentioned that this judge does this all the time. Not all the time. Not all his opinions. Um, you will find these kind of references. But I did some research. I went a little back, maybe like um, within the last two months. He has quoted John Crackerware, who is the best-selling author of the book Into the Wild. I actually, I did read that book, or maybe I saw the movie. I don't remember whether I read the book or saw the movie, but it's about a guy who, like, leaves society and, you know, travels to Alaska in a van, um, and things go very poorly for him. No, I'm not going to spoil it, but... uh, yeah. That's the one. So uh, Judge Wilson also um, quoted the Lion King in another opinion. Uh, in what way? Uh, well, look, actually, hold on. Let me, <laughs> I want to see if I can guess what part of the Lion King he quoted. Um, I think he says at some point in the opinion, Hakuna Matata, it's a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata ain't no passing craze. Um Am I right? No, he didn't. I'm wrong. Okay. (laughs) But what he quoted was, and I start, parties must live with the wisdom of Timon. Look, kid, bad things happen, and you can do anything about it. End quote. The least memorable line of dialogue in that whole movie. (laughs) Where he's... See, that to me is reaching. That's re- He's just like <laughs> grasping for something to like put into his opinion there. So uh, let me, let's, you know, take us a st- big step back. I've asked you this before, Carmen. We've talked about it before. What drives a judge to do this? Why, you know, why are they trying to spice up their opinions with these, frankly, a little cringy pop culture references? Are their clerks, their younger clerks sort of driving them to do it? Or are they doing it against the advice of their clerks? I think that I've heard both ways. Um, I, but I, I have no accurate um, response. No, I cannot confirm or deny which one is it. I don't know if it's the judge um, that he comes up with this, or maybe he just uh, talks it over with his uh, clerks. In my opinion, I think um, that these opinions are very interesting, very readable, um, and they they don't lack analysis, legal analysis, for that matter. Um, and I think that maybe the judges are um, enjoying this creative process. All right. Well, I guess we'll have to invoke the uh, the swift corollary here in that me, the hater, is going to hate, 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 <laughs> and the judge is just going to shake it off, shake it off. Uh, <laughs> Carmen, thank you so much for joining us. Carmen Castro-Pagan is an editor on our legal intelligence desk. Uh, have a lovely day, Carmen. Thank you. You too. Bye. Today's On the Merits was produced by myself, David Schultz. Our editor is Jessica Coombs, and our executive producer is Josh Block. Reach out to us on Twitter if you have anything on your mind. We use the handle at BLaw. Or give us a ring on our new voicemail line. That number is 703-341-3690. Leave us a voicemail, and we may use it on the podcast. We'll be back on Tuesday, June 8th with more On the Merits. Until then, thanks for listening. For our next season of Uncommon Law, we're looking at the regulatory future of big tech. The giants need to be broken up. Facebook, Google, all of them. Is big tech impinging on your right to free speech? 
They've had unchecked power to censor, restrict, edit, shape, hide, alter. Misinformation, disinformation. It's like a big Venn diagram. We do not want to become the arbiters of truth. We're calling this series Unchecked. Just search for Uncommon Law wherever you get your podcasts.